Welcome to our dumb podcast. Yeah, back again. Unfortunately. Unfortunately for anyone who might decide to tune back in. So this is the Bear Ash Podcast. Uh, I'm Manny. And I'm Chase. Um, And, uh, you know, last time I feel like um, we didn't really do the best job editing the show. I don't know if you recall. Yeah, it was a it was kind of a wreck last time. So much so that we had to take four weeks off. <laughs> Is that how long it's been? Uh, I think it's been I don't know, maybe maybe less than that. It's hard to find the time. I yeah. think like you forgot to hit record once or twice, and then something else happened. Well, in my defense, oh, didn't you I say? only forgot to hit record once, but it was for a long time. yeah then didn't you say uh before you had edited it there was just a stream of me swearing and frustration yeah it was quite a bit that i had to had to chip out of there you should have left it in yeah i think that would have been great it would have been great content would have been authentic you know an authentic reaction to being pissed off by our bootleg technology that's right well it'll never happen again because now we got a real legit setup uh, yeah, as legit as you can. Yeah, you've got, so if I'm correct, you have one earbud in one ear from your phone and the other earbud attached to the mic in your computer. That would be correct. Yeah, Although okay. I don't know we'll that. that, I'm not sure that that's, uh, the details we need to get into. <sighs> well, that's why you'll never be great. Oh, uh, well, great or not, you'll always I'm be really excited about this cigar. <clears throat> oh yeah the cigar yeah so what are you well, smoking here tonight all, manny no 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 not so fast um i just wanted to say um we have no negative comments on our instagram account mm. no one no one is crapping on our show yet um and most most people i think in making a podcast would say that that's great news not for us no not for us I'm not sure if you're aware, but I I don't care about any positive compliments, five stars. I don't care. Yeah, we'd rather have I one only star want to hear and a thousand yeah. negative uh, comments <laughs> than five stars and no comments at all. I want to hear what I do bad over and over, and I'm not joking. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, I think it is. I think it would be hilarious. So far, we're only uh, just telling each other what we do wrong. I have a, a friend that was on the camping trip this past weekend um, who I, I, somehow I had mentioned that I, oh, they asked if I still played the trumpet and I laughed. I said, well, <laughs> not really. Kind of. <laughs> but <laughs> like once every week or two, I play for about a minute. Um, You're getting really ditty. good at one song, though. Yeah, man. I'm dialing it in. Yeah, you um, are. I was going to say that when I heard you intro us. Thanks, man. Mm. It means a lot. But I was like, yeah, I, I play, and I laughed. I was like, I do a podcast. It's kind of embarrassing. Uh, I think I sound really dumb. And they all wanted, well, not all, but one of them was like, I'm subscribed. <laughs> so we'll see. Nice. So maybe that's where some of our bad comments can come from. Wink, wink, friend from the Dude, I hope so. Paul, if you ever are in such a low place that you listen to this, please make a negative comment about us. <laughs> yeah, or if any of you uh, other listeners out there are in such a low place that you'd be listening to this, just know that that was a dig on you, so feel free to make a bad, you know, a poor comment. And also get help. Yeah, lots. So, hmm. the, the cigar we have today. Yes. I know, I just lit mine. Yeah, I did, uh, I did right when I wanted to talk about the cigar. This is uh, something that I found by accident, having lived in Rochester, and I'm so glad that I did all those years ago. This is uh, a cigar factory, a small business, uh, now called Santiago Cigar Factory, located in Rochester, New York. Um, they have had, I wouldn't say they, because they're under new owners now as Santiago Cigar Factory, but... Wait, the... new owners or just new like branding and name? Both. Oh. So when I first, I'm, I'm going to call it the same place because a lot of the blends are the same. Um, a lot of the, from what I, my best guess is I think a lot of the tobacco is the same. Anyway, it's a, it's a, a completely unique cigar store and essentially a rolling factory, albeit small, located here in Rochester, New York. 
um, which you wouldn't think. I mean, sure, there's some cigar stores and tobacconists, but to have like premium, really high quality boutique cigars hand rolled in the store in Rochester is a pretty unique thing. Yeah, I think that's pretty um, unique, ha- actually, in a lot of cities. I mean, I can't think of a ton mm-hmm. of cities that have that. Mm-hmm. They have uh, the ability you can hire a roller um, for events, parties. They can make custom bands if you're doing, like, a party and you want to make your own thing for your crew. Yeah. Um, make it, They'll make it your own blends. So what we're smoking is a small cigar. It's a Perfecto mm. size, uh, and they call it their House Maduro. So yes. it's got like a like a dark leaf wrapper, um, and their two standard house lines are their House Connecticut and their House Maduro, obviously referring to the wrapper, but they're both just always good all around cigars. The blends haven't changed since they've been under this new ownership, um, mm. and they've been around even before that. So, yeah. uh, what do you think so far? So I've had a couple of Santiago cigars. Um, you've sent me their Shade, I believe it's called, or the Connecticut. Oh, yeah. that's. I think that's now what they call the House Connecticut. Yeah, which is a pretty darn good cigar. Um, I've also had another one that had kind of like a greenish wrapper to it. Oh, um, like a Jade. Yeah, that you've sent me. But I have not had one of their Maduros. And, oh, uh, this is the first Maduro? This, this is the first one, man. Um, I also, actually, no, I guess it's only been like a week and a half since I had a cigar. I was thinking it was longer, but, uh, but this is, it's got some, it's got some kick to it. Yeah, they, they can sometimes, they're Maduro's, uh, they're, uh, the, the Connecticut ones, the house Connecticut is a really mild, very flavorful, but mild and creamy cigar. Yeah. And the Maduro's, um, from my experience, been just a, a not a powerhouse, but a definitely medium to full bodied cigar. Well, this is mouth-watering delicious. I mean, like, seriously, my mouth is, like, watering right now while I smoke this. I don't know if you're having that same sensation. Not in my mouth. Oh, your eyes? Uh, Yeah, my eyes are watering just out of the joy of having this. Yeah, you just want to... <laughs> tears of joy. So, <laughs> uh, so a little bit about... <coughs> oh, my God. Whoa. Oh, I thought oh, it wasn't Jesus. too harsh, huh? Oh, sorry. Amateur move there, Manny. Amateur move. When we first moved uh, to Rochester, New York, this would have been back in like 2006. Um, There was a cigar store located on State Street in Rochester called Don Ciso's Cigar Factory. Ooh. Yeah, and you would go there, and they'd have Dominican coffee, and Don Ciso was the owner, and, you know, they had the same lines that they do now, although I don't think that they talk about that. Um, But uh, great cigars, good company. Um, So to be clear, what you're saying is Don Ciso's is where um, Santiago is currently. Is that what you're telling me? No. Oh. oh, so completely you different, mean, complete, completely different establishment. Yes. Different location, different everything. Yes, but it's important to note that Gary, now co-owner of Santiago Cigars, worked there at the time, uh, as did a couple other folks. I mean, it's the same crew. So the same crew that was running the cigar store where they did the same thing, like custom blends yeah. on State Street. Something happened. I heard rumors. Sounds unfortunate. Don Ciso is no longer in Rochester. I think he's permanently in the Dominican Republic. Um, Long vacation? They moved their business. What's that? Long vacation, eh? Sabbatical. Oh, yeah. Sabbatical. I like that. And uh, so they moved locations, changed business, and they became the Cigar Factory. Then, and they changed all their labels and everything, and they were adjacent to like this... um, What's that called with the Mexican spirituality weird stuff with the candles? Um, Santeria. Oh, there you go. <laughs> they, they were adjacent to a Santeria store. Well, Manny, I personally don't practice Santeria, and I ain't got no crystal ball. Well, if I had a million dollars, I'd drain your... So... <laughs> Balls. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, you you right, were the one that wanted to keep this. Right, no, I, right to the child's play, huh? <laughs> You're the one that wanted to keep this not explicit. That's not my choice. Well, sorry. Some of us have uh, have values. I wanted to make up a fake name so I can say whatever I want. No one would know it was me. They would know it was you with that voice. <laughs> you got a voice for TV, they say. Yeah, you got a face for radio. Mm-hmm. So, where was I? Okay, so then they moved. <laughs> yes. Then they moved again, and they changed businesses yet again, and now they're the Santiago Cigar Factory, owned or co-owned, I believe, by Gary Liotta and Gary Jr. And it's still uh, the same both- crew from... Uh- yeah, three locations. All minus ago. Don Ciso. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one not there. Uh, Gary Junior is new though, so he was brought on, and I don't think that Gary Senior was doing this full time back then. I think he might have been helping out, or uh, I'm really not sure. Um, but I know that he worked for Kodak, and <laughs> he was laid off. Hopefully, not the guy running the books. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> Well, it's it's been a really cool spot to get neat cigars. Uh, it's been really fun to have those to gift uh, those that we love and cherish. How long have they been Santiago um, cigars? Nine years. So oh, so they're here for the long haul compared to the last two. Yes, and years. actually, I will say they're doing an awesome job in the new location on East Ave. They got a great lounge. I go in there whenever I have the time, and I'll actually do work right in there, have a cigar, and make small talk yeah bring my computer right in there um i think they still offer coffee but uh whatever yeah and then um i have not had well, i've had one bad cigar from them ever how um, so is it bad that uh it did it wouldn't stay lit um it would not burn it was something wrong it was the only one that's ever happened to and it wouldn't burn right was it tightly packed no, it was weird. It was almost like it was t- way too humidified. Oh. So, uh, let's see. What else about uh, Santiago cigars? Well, what do you think of the cigar so far, sir? Uh, I really like it. Hold on. I was taking, wow. I was taking a puff just so I can give an <laughs> accurate assessment. Um, I like it. It's really good. Um. It's not, it's, it actually mellowed out a little bit since I first lit it. It's, uh, it's definitely strong, has a little spice to it. I mean, true to a Maduro, I feel like. Um, but yeah, it's delicious. It's actually a little creamy on the retro hail. I don't know Ooh, if you've given that a that. try. I haven't. I know you sent me two. <laughs> oh. <coughs> I can't do that. Yeah, I think that you've done that another episode as well. I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I can't pull off the retro halo. Man, I, I'm even <laughs> doing it with a stuffy nose. Come on. <coughs> the guy. Oh, I'll talk about the interview in a minute. But I was watching a guy smoke actually one of these hmm. cigars, and he was just blowing it right through his nose. This is delicious. I'm trying to think of what I would compare it to. How how does it compare to say an Arturo Fuente short story, also a small perfecto with a Maduro wrapper? Actually, I think it doesn't. It's not a Maduro wrapper. That's a uh, a something else. I, I can't I can't remember what the uh, Fuente short story. Yeah, it's a different kind of wrapper. But yeah. I would say this is not as sweet tasting mm-hmm. as the Arturo Fuente. It's kind of a drier flavor profile. Not bitter. It's good. No. I dig it. Yeah, it's good. It just, uh, I mean, this might sound stupid, but it just has like a really just rich tobacco flavor. What do you think I'm going to say? That it sounded stupid. No. Actually, I agree. And in the interview that I'm going to, I keep referencing and I'll talk about in a second of with Santiago Cigars that I've watched. Yeah. Um, the guy... Uh, the host of Stogie Geeks, a show, was commenting on, he's like, yeah, this might sound crazy, but uh, do I taste uh, just old school, like, good sweet tobacco? Oh, yeah, and he he's does. right. He does. It's good. Yeah, it just tastes like a classic cigar. It's um, good, man, and it's well blended. You did send me two sizes of this cigar. 
One was a Perfecto, one, right? and then one was a bigger one. I don't know what that shape would technically be called. Would that be a... Rib- it's like a Bellicoso. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, I can imagine that that would be... Only because I'm looking at the cigar, and I'm already like a third of the way through it. Um, so I can imagine it being uh, an enjoyable smoke for the long haul. Yep. Um, this was always something where... Okay, so... Whenever I've left town to go on some of my hunting trips, yeah, it's usually right after work. And if it's right after work and I'm coming from Rochester, what I used to do, and I haven't done it in a while, but I would swing through Santiago and just stock up uh, for the trip. So I, I came to associate these cigars with driving. Yeah. Because <laughs> so I would, on my road trips, I'd always grab uh, one of their cigars, either the Maduro or the House Connecticut. They also have some other interesting blends. First of all, one of the advantages that they have of being a small business um, is they can change blends uh, uh, depending on what they're able to get a hold of tobacco-wise. Yeah. So they don't have, other than their two main blends, which Gary says have not changed since they've started the business, um, you know, if they have a great Triple Ligero, say, and uh, that's their mm. blend that they're promoting – if they can't yield that same kind of batch of leaves or something's different, they can just change the blend. They can make it something different or, or remix it. Um, so they're very flexible with how they can use the tobacco that they get, which actually makes for better cigars, I think. Yeah. Kind of changes it up dis- a little bit, too, for you. Yeah, they, they always got something unique to try. Um, I find that if I ask for an interesting recommendation, they usually recommend something a little on the stronger side yeah so i typically don't ask them um because i'm not always in the mood for something like that and they're when they say that there's a strong cigar from santiago it is a strong cigar i the in fact the triple league arrow um, when they had that in stock was like man that'll put you on your ass that was good though but Mm. i can only handle so much yeah um one of the other disadvantages is being located in new york state um, they, so their prices used to be for like a full size bellicoso of the house, Connecticut or their candy cane line that they promote a lot used to be like seven bucks. Yeah. In fact, I even remember when it used to be like five or six bucks and then I go on, I got to keep it lit. And then, um, they're really restricted under new york tax and tobacco law under what they can do especially if they have their own lines of cigars being produced in new york state it is a substantial cost to any manufacturer um, in addition to the taxes of importing tobacco that were raised so now the house connecticut bellicosa which used to be six or seven bucks is now fourteen dollars oh so it's pretty much doubled in price and I honestly, I don't think they're greedy. I think that's what has happened in New York State, where if you're if if you're going to keep something a place like this around, you're paying an absorbent amount of money just to produce the product. Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of sucks, um, but they seem like they're doing okay. Um, they're doing really well with. Uh, they do a lot of local collaborations with wineries and breweries. And, yeah, I think um, I may have mentioned this in another episode when you mentioned these cigars. But uh, I know there's a winery in the town that you live in that uh, I've had a couple of their, like, kind of infused cigars where they've infused it with a couple different wines. Hey, those stalkers are going to narrow down my location, dude. I think they know already. How do you know? Because they told me. I sent them there. That explains it. Yep. Um, But anyways... (laughs) Oh, I've seen him. I've seen Santiago at the uh, not the cigar fest, the garlic festival. Yeah, they had a rolling table, and honestly, you so you know how you like to let a cigar rest in a humidor, ideally for a little yeah. while. I'm telling you, when this guy rolls up a cigar, it is good to smoke, and I don't know how that works, but a fresh cigar from Santiago is always a good cigar. Yeah. Um, one of the things, so they don't sell them in cellophane; they're just open cigars there's there's not often labels um so you have to keep track of what's what um as a suggestion chase 
Yes. Uh, if you're storing these in your humidor, I might advise you to keep them in a Ziploc bag in your humidor. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but for some reason I've had some of the wrappers come off after they've been like in the top shelf, like opened up a bunch of times. I don't think they respond well to like small changes like that. Um, so I keep them in a Ziploc bag just to make sure there's not really any changes in those environments while they're in the humidor. Well, all the cigars that you just recently sent me, which includes these, I have in their own drawer in my humidor. So it'll only get opened when I go to look for one of these cigars. Perfect. That's right. I take care of my babies. You do. Daddy takes care of them. That's right. Um, I do have to say, um, one of my go-to Maduros has been, of course, because I'm just loyal to Drew Estate, but uh, I do like the Undercrown Maduro. Um, but I think that this would, I, I think I would, I'm, I'm enjoying this more than I do the Undercrown Maduro. Really? Yeah. Now that I'm getting even more through the cigar, like it, it is a little bit sweeter. Um, I feel like other Maduros that are smoke kind of get a little harsher as you smoke through them. Uh, but this one's mellowing out quite a bit. Now that's shocking to hear from you. What? That you're saying that this is better than a Drew Estate cigar? Hey, look, man. I give credit where credit's due, okay? And this would be... I guess you would compare this to, like, the... It's the Flying Pig. Oh, like shape. the shape? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess a Perfecto. Um, if you're to do, like, a side-by-side comparison. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, like, a third the size when it comes to girth. I don't know what the ring gauge is of the flying pig off the top of my head. Or not the, yeah, the flying pig shape of Drew Estate cigars. But this is definitely a lot thinner than those. Um, so, I do have a little bit of details here, Manny. Um, for oh, anyone who doesn't know, because I'm, I'm always not 100% sure of shapes and what specifically defines a shape. But the perfect, this is from... Uh, well, this is just something I'm, I was reading on Holtz.com as their description. I found to be a good description of a Perfecto cigar. It says, a Perfecto cigar shape is noted for its close foot and a bulging midsection, kind of like me, which tapers toward the head. <laughs> Perfecto cigars, <laughs> talking about my body shape, okay? Perfecto yeah, cigars may vary greatly in both length and ring gauge. Among the most famous line of Perfecto cigars is the Otoro Fuente Hemingway series, the versatile range of sizes available in the artful shape. Each Perfecto cigar will deliver an authentic portrait of flavor in any given blend. So there you go. Apparently you it's, go. A, it's a pretty straightforward way to really taste a blend is with a Perfecto. Nice. I like a Perfecto shape. It smokes typically for like... 30, 45 minutes? Yeah. What's that noise? Uh, just a car in the background. Okay. I'm trying out something different. I am in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Are your um, pants on? Yeah, yeah, no. I was going to attempt to sit in a spot that has an outdoor seating area that is currently closed tonight. But I just feel really uncomfortable with, you know, technically I would be trespassing. <laughs> I don't think anyone yeah, would but didn't know you say you, care. Didn't you say you were going to ask him if you could just show up and do that? I was going to, but I, I never got that opportunity to go and ask somebody. I haven't been there since I said that. <laughs> I'm sure they wouldn't mind. I mean, at least it's someone hanging out at their establishment, making sure no tomfoolery is going on in their absence. Well, and there's times where, like, the place closes and I'm still there. You know, me and a couple of buddies will still be there for an hour after they close and they don't care. But I do feel like that it's, uh, it just felt a little sketchy. So, anyways, you might be able to hear some of the traffic that goes by a little more than you usually do at my house. So you're just hanging out in a Home Depot parking lot somewhere? <laughs> no, no, it's the trio. Trio parking. I, oh, I, oh, great, oh, great. Now I just <laughs> ratted myself out. <laughs> I am trespassing. Now the stalkers know where you are. I'm currently trespassing, and I guess this would technically be loitering. <laughs> Hey, if a cop shows up, keep keep recording. Oh, I will. First Amendment that audit, we baby. Can hear the, we can have evidence <laughs> when you're shot. <laughs> I think I'm relatively safe. Now, last time uh, we 
had an episode, and by that I mean a recording. Yeah, because you're not talking about yesterday. <laughs> uh, last time we recorded an episode and we messed up all the editing and such. I don't even know if the idea of a cigar way off came through very well. Um, but my intent, and I think technically it's on there. I couldn't get through the whole thing. Yeah, it is um, on there. It's just, it's just like the third, the second time we did it after lots of aggravation. So I, I think, think that it was you were third. Oh yeah, maybe it was a third. But you were definitely not as excited the third time around to try and disprove <laughs> my theory. And your theory was that cigars of the same size, made of different tobacco combinations, would weigh the same. And we tested that on a scale and found that so our samples were we had two factory smokes from drew estate of different blends and then two um lfd skinny monsters of different blends both same sizes yes and they weighed differently quite substantial i mean like 10 percent, 20 percent difference well when you say quite substantial nothing that you would notice in your hand or in your mouth i just want I just, um, that, the record has to be uh shown that that the reason why we were doing this was because a review on the um um what was that cigar the feral pig a review that we read stated that it felt very heavy compared to other cigars in its size see i i disagree with that because i think you would notice like the density of the cigar and i think that you could potentially notice the weight of a cigar and that would influence a little bit how you perceive it. I was just in the waiting room for an MRI today. Oh, stop and bragging. Watched an in, and, and, watch, okay, <laughs> and watched an infomercial about yeah. a new technology to take uh, internal images of breasts, of female breasts, uh, for breast cancer. And the whole appeal was it works well with very dense breasts. Huh. And I didn't know what that meant. I don't even know how that has anything to do with what we're talking about. Except for you wanting to find a reason we're t- to talk about breasts. Because <laughs> we were talking about noticing the difference in your hand. <laughs> well, not that I want to go too far down this trail. Because mm-hmm, who know. knows what's on the end of it. Well, I know mm-hmm. what's on the end of it, which is why I don't want to go too far down it. Um, Jail. Uh, well, I don't think that would necessarily be the end of that trail. Oh. Um, but <clears throat> like that, that's, that's completely different. <laughs> I'm just saying, density is important. Yes, sure. Apparently. Yeah. For you in the infomercial, yes. Um, so there's an interview that I have that I watched uh, 39 minutes of. It's an Which hour I don't know and four how you long. got through 39 minutes of that interview. I mean, I like the owners of Santiago. I was kind of interested to hear what Gary Jr. was saying about their business, and he, he did a really good job promoting some of the unique things they have to offer, especially in the Rochester area, Chase. He did a really good job dealing with the uh, host of that interview, too. <laughs> He's a good host. He yeah. asks good questions. Yeah. Here, what, do you need, You want to hear some of it? No, I think I've heard enough. Okay. Well, I could play it you know, for everyone to hear. Look, I don't want to blow up anyone's spot, and I have a tendency of uh... – not being able to hold my tongue when I think certain things are funny. Well, I was going to make a recommendation that people check this out because I think it's a good opportunity to, if you're really bored and have nothing to do and you want to hear an interview, uh, not a horrible interview, a good interview with uh, Gary Liotta Jr., you can go to Stogie Geeks episode number 268. Look at you. Yes. I think it was good. Check it out. It's well worth it for a good laugh. I mean, in, in, in your defense, Manny, I actually didn't watch or really listen to that much of the interview. <laughs> so for all I know, it's actually really good, and I'm just hating on it because I feel like i got to hate on something, you know? Hold on, my wife is texting me. This is important. Uh-oh. She's asking me how my MRI went. Oh boy! You didn't even go in and talk I told to her. her I, de- I, fo- I followed through with my plan of swallowing a condom full of BBs. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, no metal in here. <laughs> metal? I didn't bring any metal in with me. Why Wait. would you ask me that? Just run the scan. I just wanted to. I just wanted to feel the butterflies in my tummy when the machine went on. 
So maybe this is violating HIPAA law. <laughs> it's not. I just thought that was funny. But uh, that I'm talking. Oh. But you won't know the results of the MRI for a little while, correct? My uh, <laughs> well, if we're getting into it, yeah. Uh, my doctor gets them in a couple of days, and I can view the results online in seven days. Nice. Yeah. Then you'll know I what's guess. up with your uh, with your weak back. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're gonna tell me. Uh, so I don't know how else to tell you this, but you're just weak. <laughs> yeah, you're just uh, you're fragile. Just not a man. <laughs> All that office work has really done you in. That's what you're gonna say. <laughs> sitting and typing. <laughs> yep. I honestly think it's the the years of splitting wood until my lower back cramped just because I thought it was fun. Yeah. Don't lie. <laughs> that was your punishment when you got in trouble. Go split the wood, Junior. Split the wood, boy. <laughs> split the wood, Junior. So this cigar, let's see. I, I still got a little ways to go. I'm probably just about halfway. Oh, wow. You're taking mm. your sweet time with that thing, huh? Yeah, man. I have to read. Mine's almost going out. Yeah, get those lighter noises. I hear that. Yep, that's right. I do think it's time oh that I invest God. in a new torch lighter. So if anyone wants to leave a comment, they won't. About what torch lighter I should uh, invest in, I'd like to keep it under $75. I think you can find one for under $75. Look, I'm just trying to encourage people to leave some comments, okay? They're not going to. We have like 10 listeners. Yeah, and that's 10 people that could leave a comment. That's true. You guys should leave a comment. Seriously. Um, I totally forgot what I was just about to ask you. That's all right. I, do ha I don't have a lot of info on this cigar because it's not like, you know, typical branded cigars. You can just type up review of the cigar. Um, but I was looking through the comments um, just when you Google search Santiago Cigar Factory. Oh, and, yes. Uh, Let's hear those. Yeah. I, uh, I do have to say that most of them are very good. Um, I think that whoever is responsible for keeping up on this does a great job at thanking people for their good reviews. Um, but it is really funny to look through, I mean, dozens of five-star reviews. So I'm scanning through. And then all of a sudden, coming to a one-star. Let's hear it. Mr. Arrow. I just feel like I should throw his name out there. Purchase five cigars, and only one I of them only one of them was smokable. The overall <laughs> build of the cigars is poor, and the flavor is average tobacco at best. You're better oh, off geez. going to another lounge that has a variety other than their own. <laughs> I mean, that is, I guess, if you're looking. At, so, in the interview, um, Gary Jr. was talking about how people come in and. Are like, wait, this is just yours? Like, yeah, no, we just sell our own cigars. <laughs> and they're like looking for an Ashton or something. Yeah, there's another guy who put a three-star on here. It says, needs more of a variety of cigars. Only carries store brand. I give three gar three cigar oh sorry, three stars for the hand rolled. Um, wow. there's another one right after that that's one star that only says too many foreigners. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so <What the> <laughs> Just, just, just for the record, that is Martin Dotty. <laughs> Martin Gotti. Martin Dotty or Doty. Dotty. Okay. D O T Y. Right, Doty. Um, apparently, he doesn't like foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a five-star review here from two years ago by Sean Bateman. Five-star review, mind know. you, but his comment is, you'll never find fresh cigars at that place. But yet, he still gave them a um, five-star review. I think all they sell is fresh cigars. Yeah. <laughs> Not just that, I but I don't think this guy... Under, either he doesn't understand the star system, <laughs> or he misspoke in his comment. Well, also, they... They have, like, if you told them, like, I like this type of cigar, they do have quite a variety in there. 
Um, they would have no problem hooking you up if you're like, yeah, I usually like uh, an Ashton VSG, or I normally like a Padron or whatever. They're like, oh yeah, check this out. Mm-hmm. Besides that, though, every other comment is uh, and every other review is five stars. And oh, here's a four star. Um, I don't know why he only said four, but he said friendly staff. You can see them roll the cigars by hand. Great experience. Apparently not five-star great for that guy. Well, it is cool. When you go in there, there's a guy rolling right in the front corner in the window all day long. And uh, they claim he's the most photographed man in Rochester. Mm. There you go. I don't know if that's true. Outside of you. Yeah, but selfies don't count. Oh, never mind then. (laughs) With your duck lips. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh. i've got maybe hey. an inch left on the cigar and it's still delicious yeah it's really good and it's i i mean the perfecto in this is like the perfect size the perfecto is perfecto it is yeah yeah i i i am enjoying this i do however wish that i had lit up the bigger one so well, I'll have there's to still plenty that. of time for that. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Now, what are you pairing this with, you dummy? <laughs> well, Manny, thanks for asking in such a polite way. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. You moron. Yeah, what are you pairing? It's much with? better. Um, I am. I, th- I know our last episode. I mentioned my bout with gout, um, <laughs> but I had the longest gout attack I've ever had, uh, which has been four weeks now. Um, as of like this past Friday, so four and a half weeks, but it's finally getting better. But because of that, I've just been on a strict drinking diet of just water and occasionally I'll just drink an unsweet iced tea. So I'm pairing this with a unsweet iced tea. Good choice on your part, would you say? It actually is because, uh, there's a little bit of a bitterness with the tea, very earthy flavors, you know? So it actually goes really well with the cigar. (laughs) What are you pairing this with? If it wasn't um, quarter after 10 and and I didn't have to work in the morning, I would be having a coffee with this for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have <clears throat> a tequila that's new to me called El Fumador, meaning the smoker. Oh, look at you. And it's a Repasado tequila. And it's a pretty cool bottle. Uh, tastes really good. It's really smooth. There's a guy, there's like an Aztec dude smoking something on there. But it's really good. I would have suspected that you would have found something local to drink with a local rolled cigar. Uh, yeah, I could have, I suppose. What would My be coffee's your, uh... local. Well, I was going to say, since we're talking about local cigar shop there in Rochester, what would be your local libation that you would pick up? Alcohol? Mm-hmm. There's actually a few local distilleries that make really good gin, and I think they make like a lilac gin, because Rochester's Ooh, known for the lilac festival. Black and button, lilacs. baby. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty, pretty good. I would, I would snag one of those. I'll take some credit, because I'm pretty sure I introduced you to that. Okay, but I convinced you to move to Rochester, so. Yeah, but you couldn't convince me to stay, so does that really count? No. You're right. I'm sorry. I do have to say, I am a little sad that in the two years I spent in the area there, that I never made it in person to Santiago. It's not too late, man. It's not. Um, By the way, they will give you a discount if you pay in cash. Typically. <laughs> oh, now I see uh, maybe what the issues were. So if you, so if you, <laughs> so if you buy a bundle and let's say the bundle is like 80 bucks and you have cash, they'll usually knock a little bit off or throw in an extra one or something. Interesting. I should start that hey, uh, with my business. Cash only. Yeah. No, just, Hey, I'll give you a discount if you give me cash. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it sounds shady in a lot of other settings, but it makes sense yeah, for cigars. Well, 
Yeah, well, in your setting, it would be a massage parlor, and I think that would be a little different. Well, I don't, my business is not a massage parlor, Manny. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was wrong business. Is that what you thought I've been doing all these years? I mean, isn't that what happens when I come over? Well, now people Wait. are definitely going to be able to find you. I farted. Uh-oh. Of course you did. I mean, yeah, I'm a human. Yep. Hey, I got a random question for you. Yeah. This is a hypothetical, and I want you to answer honestly. You want me to answer hypothetical honestly? Hypothetically, honestly answer this question. Yes. Th- in, in theory. So, <laughs> all right. Let's say you're walking through the woods. Yes. You know, your butt's, your butt's a little sweaty. Your legs hurt. You're, you're lugging a shotgun. Um, you're tired of people making fun of you for your body shape and size and your attitude. <laughs> yes. And, you, <laughs> and you're a little inebriated because you're an irresponsible hunter. And you come across an abandoned yet seemingly working GPS unit. Yes. <laughs> what do you do? This sounds like an actual thing that happened. No, no, this is hypothetical. If you found a GPS unit that clearly was working but belonged to someone else, would you keep it? Oh, well, I mean, me personally, um, if uh, I was walking through the woods um, with people who were uh, digging on my body type. And your butt sweaty. And my butt was sweaty. Um, and you're inebriated. Uh, I feel like that that friend should have been honest in that moment instead of waiting for the opportunity to hide behind a screen for a podcast. <laughs> um, but if if I were to be ever in that situation, um, I feel like that I would search uh, where that GPS was last. Um, also see when it was last used. Um, and then I think from there, I would have to also see if they have their home address set to that GPS. And if not, I'd probably bring it home and use it for geocaching for my kids. Have you done that yet with the GPS that you found in the woods? Yes, I have. Ah, did it work for geocaching? Oh, yeah. It's got geocaching right on it. I've been meaning to ask you about that. <laughs> I figured here's the best place. Uh, yeah. I mean, perfect opportunity to be awkward. I mean, there are better opportunities to be awkward. Um, actually, sorry if you hear some shuffling, but since you brought this up, I thought that I would dig into my truck where I have that GPS oh, yeah, unit right. right here. <laughs> so that was pretty sweet. I'm excited. Have you loaded any maps onto it for where we're going to be hunting? Um, I have not gone that far yet, and I don't know that you actually have to do that. Oh. Um, it is... I mean, it's just, it's a Garmin GPS map 64ST. Um, I think it runs for anywhere from 299 to 399 So if any of our listeners are missing that, you know, we'll send it to you if you just say that it's yours. Nope, too late. <laughs> too late. Any of our 10 listeners. <laughs> but it does have, I mean, we have a, I have a geocaching app on my phone. Um, cause me and the boys, it's a good way to get the kids out and about. Um, it's kind of like the old school Pokemon go, you know, old um, school Pokemon go listen to yep, you. Yeah. Well, your kids are maybe a little young for you to have ever gotten into Pokemon go, but, uh, but my kids are not, and they were definitely into it. But uh, around us, geocaching is actually pretty darn fun with kids. They have a bunch of, like, kid-friendly ones, specifically, like, for kids to find. So you'll find, like, a little box somewhere hidden based on... I mean, the app gives you a lot more information on, like, you know, it'll be pictures and stuff like that. But uh, the GPS works just to find when you reach into the location. box, it's a bunch of mouse traps, yeah, A bunch of needles and syringes. <laughs> 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 no, but there's just, like, little random, like, trinkets or toys or whatever. And then uh, the idea is that you... If you take something, you also leave something. So we've probably hit up like, I don't know, 25 to 30 different like geocaching sites in the Northern Virginia area. And uh, yeah, so I've also used a GPS for that. 
which is you know, when you have two very competitive boys who like to fight about everything with each other, um, I can give one of them, the more responsible one, I can give my cell phone, and then the other one I can give the GPS. You ever put cigars in the prize box? <laughs> no, I'm just like a like an empty box of camels with a bunch of butts in it. <laughs> <laughs> Some condoms. Have fun, kids. Yeah. Nope. I've not done any of that. It's been legitimate kid stuff. We uh, I used to take kids geocaching around here, and uh, there was one that was hidden underwater one time. Really? Someone had put it. It was like a, a watertight container under a rock in a river. I was like, what the hell, man? Like, do, is this really necessary? Was it fun? Um, I mean... It was my job. I was supposed to take these kids that were severely mentally ill out to do activities that were therapeutic in nature. And uh, I wouldn't say it was fun. It was fun for them, I hope. Yeah. We did one where you go through a cemetery and you have to do all these stupid math equations with like when people died and when they were born. Ooh. And that's... Excuse me. Supposedly gives you coordinates for the prize. They were into that one. When you said supposedly, does that mean you guys didn't find it? There were a couple we weren't able to find. We're just like, screw this. We're giving up. Makes sense. So I think I'm kind of done with this. Yeah, mine's done. I pitched it. Delicious. I would definitely. How much was that perfecto? I think they're like eight, eight or nine bucks. Kind of right on par with, you know, competing brands. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd buy those and smoke them. Yeah, man. And and thinking about how much they have to tax that stuff from New York State, I mean, they must make that really cheap to be able to sell that at that price point here in Rochester. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Which makes me wonder how much it must cost to produce some of those other brands that are not in New York State that cost way more than that. Yeah. <laughs> in the interview, Gary Jr. was saying that they're – he referenced an incident where they were competing for a batch of leaves and Arturo Fuente had like the stake on that farm or that harvest and that through their local connections, you know, through the Dominican Republic, they were able to acquire some of that stuff. So they have to compete with like the bigger companies that have a lot more money and connection to be able to procure some of the more choice tobacco leaves of different varieties. Um, but I, I've been very impressed with Santiago cigar and their ability to produce reliably good cigars. Yeah, they are delicious. I am looking. It looks like you can order them online. Order a bundle. Um Yeah, oh they do have some with labels. Yeah, some of them do. Some of them have weird looking labels that you wouldn't think would be good cigars, but they're really good. Yeah, they almost look like cheap labels. <laughs> I know. They look like uh, the freebies when you buy like a bunch of cigars from an online store, but they're not. Yeah, like the Nicaragua or the Nicaraguan Puro has that look. There's the Big G, which has a really weird, corny-looking label. The Big G. I'm not seeing that on their website. Well, it was funny. I've, it's like a, it looks like a birthday party label like it has like yellow and white and black and little sparklers and just has big g and i thought i had one of those in my humidor and i forgot that it was from santiago i thought it was one of like you know someone gave it to me that didn't know much about cigars because i'd never heard of it yeah and i remember i was yeah i'll smoke a cheap cigar so i lit up the big g and i remember thinking like this is really good and i couldn't remember who gave me the big g and where this came from and i couldn't find anything on it and then I noticed it when I went back into Santiago Cigars. I was like, oh, I must have bought it myself right here. And I just totally forgot all about it. I am not seeing their Maduros on their website. It also looks like you can't necessarily order cigars over their website, too. So you might just have to buy them. Uh, they are trying to set up the ability to do that, but they must not be there yet to be able to order online. But you can call the store, and I believe just go ahead and order through them. Yeah. Wow, what are these uh, Medea Lunas? Uh, a big old know, pigtail moons? left on them. I think that means half moon in Espanol. 
Five fillers and three wrappers make our Luna line a wonderfully complex, smooth cigar experience. Yeah, man. I mean, if they, if they, uh, you know, if anyone from Santiago Cigar ends up listening, I would definitely buy online if they had the option. They're working on it, man. They're working on it. Come on, work faster. Got nine years already under your belt. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Is that is that too much for a place that you frequent? No, no, no. You're 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 totally within bounds. All right. Friggin' jerks. Oh, Manny must be ready to finish this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Manny, what are we? uh, What are we going to attempt to smoke and talk about in our next episode? Smoking next time? Yeah. Oh, I think we should do. Oh, you don't have one of those pappies, the barrel aged. I could get one. Yeah, but they're pricey. Yeah, well, I could still get one. Wait, did I send you a Charter Oak? You did. Okay, let's do that next. All right, Charter Oak. All right, Charter Oak. And I do apologize for anyone who's still listening 50-some-odd minutes into this episode um, for how, how long it's taken us to just get another episode out there, you know? I mean, I feel like we've really let, like, five people down. Yeah, and we've had zero requests for more episodes. Yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad. I think people are just so speechless because they're horrified that we're not releasing new ones that they don't know what to say. Yeah. Yep. I, I think that's probably it. <laughs> but hey, Manny, right, thank you. Yeah. Oh, no. Hey, uh, thank no, you. Wait, nope. I take it back. Sorry. No, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yep. That was delicious. I appreciate it. I appreciate Santiago Cigar Factory. And set them up to buy them online for crying out loud, Junior. Hell yeah, Junior. All right. Peace. Play us out. You got to play us out. Dummy. (laughs) Good night.